Good morning, everyone. This is Cheryl Gallagher with Creation Conversations with Cheryl, and welcome or welcome back. And happy December 2022. It's December 18th for me. Sunday morning, I am sitting in my house with my dog. So they have some new little toys from their advent calendar. So if you hear a little tearing or squeaking, that's that's what they're doing. They're enjoying their toy. Um, and I'm sitting here on my couch with, uh, with my coffee. So, ah, well, hopefully everyone is doing well and these podcasts are bringing something to your life. Hopefully something, something good, something more. Um, and recently, so how for me, how, how this works for me is, you know, I need to be inspired to do a podcast. It's, I am just going to get on here and start blabbering away. I feel like that's not, there's no content there, you know, it's just, but I was inspired this past, um, couple weeks and I started looking at the right to defend. So I'm going to draw from a few different places from, you know, all my studies from access to native, to martial arts, to just reading books and other places. So I was listening to a book last night, Untamed by Glennon Doyle, and I don't remember the exact line, but I'm going to put my words in there. When we finally get to a place where we don't care what other people think of us, their opinions of their thoughts, then, you know, she said, then we can be happy, but I think it's what she said. And I say, well, then we've arrived. I noticed um, in my last 48 years here, I will say for me, as I mature, um, I care less about the outside of what people are saying, what people are thinking, and more about what I'd like to do. So recently, and maybe some of you have watched this too, I've watched uh, the new Netflix series Wednesday. Now, The Addams Family is one of those just classics from, you know, maybe not my generation, but maybe like the generation before, but some of my generation, I was born in the 70s. Um, and it was a really popular show and the show, you know, you guys probably know it's about a family that's just really different. I mean, really different. You know, they really take the Adams family to the, the extreme end, I would say on many levels. Um, and then you have Wednesday Adams, who is your pigtail braided girl who really just, you know, it's going to do what she's going to do. She enjoys things that are a little bit different than others. And she, you know, is okay with that. Even though people think that she's very weird and different, you know, so she finds herself, I'm not going to go into the whole series in case you haven't seen it and you want to, but she ends up finding herself in a, in a new school, in a school of outcasts, essentially. And she's still trying to fit in. And, oh, well, no, Crystal's, uh, Crystal's got a little voice there. Yeah, like I said, it's the animals are very um, active this morning. So she finds herself in a school of outcasts, and still she's an outcast in many ways. That's Toby. You saying good morning? 
Isn't that lovely? Yeah. He's a bit of an outcast himself. Okay, I think he's stopping. Maybe, we'll see. So she finds herself in these, this school of outcasts and still being an outcast herself. And what I enjoyed about her character, though, was she didn't feel like she needed to give people, a lot of people, an explanation of why she did stuff. Sometimes she would, but she would just say what she thought, and that would be that. And if you do decide to watch it, just really pay attention to the way she dialogues with friends, with people. And it's very short, sweet, to the point. We've learned to, you know, like, acknowledge, okay, sure, yeah, you know, if someone's saying something, and she just says what she thinks, and is done. I enjoyed that she didn't feel like she needed to, you know, defend her point of view, or defend the way she felt about something. Um, again, there was an occasional time she would say stuff, but for the most part, it was like, no, this is what I'm doing, this is it, da 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 um, and how much in our lives do we do that? We defend what we're doing. We defend who we are. Why do we do that? What is the purpose behind defending? And is it because we think we fear somewhere deeply that we're wrong for, you know, being us? The most beautiful thing that we can do is be us. The most beautiful thing that has happened is we were born just freaking amazing. And these amazing little beings that came into this world. And then as we grow, things get put upon us. You know, we buy things and they're like that aren't ours. And we are trained and um, told that we shouldn't, shouldn't ask questions, shouldn't do, and all these things. And then there's still some of us that still are like, no, that doesn't work for me. Or we do that for a little while. And then later on in life, we're like, yeah, no, that's not going to work for me. And then somewhere in there, we've learned that we need to defend who we are because of so much like, like battery. I don't want to say that in a physical way, but so much like, you know, constantly things coming at us. Uh, so I've had a couple conversations recently with people and one of those was a client yesterday about her need to defend. And she's choosing to stay with a husband who's narcissistic. And she goes to a therapist. And, um, you know, and I said, okay. And then everyone else around her is like disappointed. They're upset with her and all that. Well, okay. No matter what we're choosing... It is error right to choose. It is error journey. If you feel like you need to defend your choice, somewhere inside you, you don't feel exactly 100% good with it. If you get to a good place where you're like, this is what I'm doing. The end. There's no discussion. And there's no you know, angst about it. There's no, um, energy behind it. This is just, this is what I'm doing. And 
there's a different level there that we can reach when that happens. So see if you can think of a time or draw up a time maybe that you have done that, that you haven't felt the right, you haven't felt like you had to defend something. You're just like, this is what it is. Or start looking at a time maybe that you are defending something. Maybe you still are in the middle of defending who you are, what your choices you're making, and why you're making them. Now, I'm not going to say 100% of the time that re- when you defend that um, it's not valid. The thing is is that when we defend, I would say probably 99.9% of the time, like if I'm physical, I'm not talking about physical defense, by the way, it's not the physical defending, you know, someone comes up to punch me in the face and I'm like, well, I'm not going to defend myself because Cheryl said, there's no need to, no, 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 freaking block that shit. All right. Or, you know, get out of the way and then punch him back or whatever. Just defend yourself. Um, anyway, so I digress. When we feel like we have to defend our fight for our opinion, it's because, again, somewhere inside us we don't believe it, or maybe it's true. So, going into this last year, my brother was a huge teacher for me, and I know some of you already know this. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Oh, it's so great. Cinnamon vanilla this morning. Hmm. Yummy. And he would call me all kinds of things. He called me everything from just greedy Jew to, um, well, greedy was really the biggest one. There were other stuff in there, but that's one of the biggest ones I remember. And I'm just like, what? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. There's, I didn't care. And it's not that I didn't care. It was just, I knew this was a lot of his projections onto me about himself. Now that's the other kind of interesting thing. If you get to step out for a moment when someone's say, we'll just say quote unquote attacking you about something. If you can take and just step out of that for a second, not defend it and look at the situation, you're going to probably realize that actually what's happening is you're triggering this person because they feel a certain way about themselves or about the situation because it's because it's about them they are reacting for themselves so my brother calling me what he called me you know on whatever occasion and how he acted i mean it was like a kid just trying to like get his way so i'm gonna call you names I mean, as a kid, this is what we learned. I'm going to call you names. I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to come at you to make you feel bad, right? So that you would do what they wanted you to do and not choose your life. Come on, Sheldon. Come on. Sheldon's upset because he had, we had two toys and now he wants the other toys. Well, no, it's not yours. No, it's for Luna. So, that's why you're hearing him in the background whining, because that's what he does when he doesn't get what he wants. And isn't that what sometimes we do when we don't get what we want? Sometimes I do that, too. Sometimes I whine. Anyways, 
So back to the need to defend. The other piece of it is if we are defending, like if I would be like, no, I'm not, I'm going to, and then I started telling him all the reasons I wasn't. Again, it's because somewhere inside me, I believe that I am. And sometimes that's true. And I'll leave that up for you to decide when that is true. But that's something to also take a look at. If we're defending something, then we're making it true. We're putting it in place. If someone calls you, um, I don't know, mean bitch. Okay, well, I mean, there's one wrong with that. See, that's the thing. So, and what's wrong with that? Or someone calls you selfish. And again, what's happening here? So if you have to defend the reason why you're not selfish, it's probably because on some level, maybe you are. So what? Maybe. Again, when we are defending, we're actually creating its existence even more too. When we don't give it an energy, we don't feed it. There's the story of the two wolves and the grandfather. And I know I've told this story before. And I'm sure most people have probably heard it. It's so, you know, the grandson and the grandfather are out on a walk and the grandson, you know, they're talking about life and the grandfather talks about the two wolves, the good wolf and the bad wolf, essentially, that's not the words he used, but the negative and the positive forces, essentially. And, um, well, the grandson's like, you know, he's like, oh, there's like a war inside all the time with them. And the grandson's like, well, Wow. He goes, well, which one wins? And he's like, well, the one I feed. So if you're feeding somebody when they're attacking you and you're feeding that energy, you're creating it. You're creating more of it. All right. So hopefully I'm not in the loop-de-loop and I'm all around in different places and it's making sense of what I'm saying here. I don't have a ton of concrete examples, although, um, I talked to, you know, a couple clients, like I said, this week, and we were discussing sort of this topic. I'll give you another, I will give you another example. So a friend of mine and I went out to lunch last week, had a really good time. It was really nice. And, um, uh, before we left, I'm trying to remember exactly the exact topic, but I was saying something about something in her house or stocking she hung up or something sort of random nothing that was really big deal or anything and I remember her coming back to me saying that hold on she was basically defending why she did x y and z and if it comes to me I'll explain it in more detail And I was just, so this is kind of what started this. And I wasn't like picking, I was just like, oh, yeah, I think it was like two stockings in the fireplace. I'm like, where are your stockings? Oh, she's like, oh, well, we don't do stockings. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, I do. And then she started to defend why she didn't do them for a moment. And I was like, hmm. So again, didn't need to defend and be like, oh, this is what we do. This is it. This is how it is. 
and there doesn't need to be an explanation, which is why I really enjoyed Wednesday Adams. There wasn't an explanation. She just did what she did. If we could all be within ourselves, do what we do, without second-guessing ourselves, without doubting ourselves, without feeling like we need to defend why we're doing it, the choices we're making, even though they might be look like and appear to be some of the worst choices for our lives, it doesn't matter. If we can get to that place, then we can start making choices for ourselves instead of allowing other people's influence or input to change that course for us. So we're all here to learn lessons. We're all here to learn things. And if my client yesterday, if she was, you know, deciding to stay with her husband, I just asked her questions. I'm like, well, okay, you know, how's it serving you? I mean, do you enjoy being in an abusive relationship? I mean, or are you just in that cycle where, you know, it just, you're in that cycle. I was just trying to give her perspective on it. I wasn't trying to change her mind. I wasn't trying to say she was good or bad for doing either. I was trying to give her space and give her total choice. So in that, in that, she gets to look at it for herself and just give her little pieces of like, well, have you looked at it this way? Have you looked at it this way? And if you're good with that, cool. Now, I'm not going to say if like, you know, her husband came in and started beating on her, I wouldn't step in because yeah, I'd most likely step in because I'm not going to allow probably that in front of me. And at that point, yes, I feel the need to defend. And hopefully she would as well. Again, I'm not talking physically. All I'm looking at is just look at your life and look at where we're defending. And plus we're wasting energy. Think about the energy we could be using on other things and doing other things. I'm going to give you a um, story here. Hold on. A situation that occurred, which I did actually defend and stand up for myself. So I created a boundary. So I'll give you an example of where this could be implemented in, and it's not in a, you know, way where you're, you're feeding that wolf, you know. So recently my landlord had to get a new roof put on and essentially he allowed me space in his office across the street his podiatry office and to use for massaging for a day or two. I went over there one morning, set up, and I brought a white noise machine to help buffer noise between the offices for my clients and for the office itself as well. And I asked the one lady, the clinical assistant there, I said, hey, I said, you know, are you guys okay if I throw, you know, put this in the hallway just to help buffer noise? And she goes, well, what does it sound like? I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm thinking already, like, well. Okay, so I was like, well, I'll plug it in for you. So I plugged it in. She was like, oh, one more thing. And she walked off. The receptionist looked at me very just like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. And she just was like, mouth, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's, it's okay. So I went to the back and, you know, plugged it in. And I had my first client and... Then after my first client, I realized they were going to be in the room next to me. It was actually more advantageous and better if I brought the white noise machine into the room and had it on. 
So that was that day. I had a few clients. The next day I had to come back because the roof wasn't finished. And I was in my room. Door was open. The white noise machine was only after my first client. And I was getting ready to go grab my next one. And she comes to the door and goes, can I close your door? And I said, yeah, sure. It's fine. Well, let me just tell you. From the day one to that, I felt like an energy in my body. Whew. And, and, and please remember... If somebody's attacking you, the energy that's coming at you for feeling bad is what they want you to feel. It's not what you're most likely feeling, okay? It's not probably yours at all. If you're feeling guilt, if you're feeling shame, if you're feeling embarrassed, you're feeling bad, regret, any of those things, most likely, it's not coming from you. It's coming from them. So I learned that in this situation. So that first day and, and that morning, even when she came close the door, I could feel that in my, like my chest, this energy of like hurt, like someone was hurting me. Like I felt bad and I'm like, what is this? Cool thing is I've, in the past, I would have taken that on and been like, felt bad and just crumpled myself, <laughs> contracted myself. And I was like, oh, okay. I was able to take myself out of the situation and go, oh, this is not mine at all. All right, cool. And what you do in those situations, you just, you realize it's not yours. You can return it. You can dissipate, release it. You can take a breath and just try to let it go. Be like, all right, this isn't mine. Earth, take it. You know, whatever works for you. Jesus, God, Buddha, Allah. Um, and there's many more. So I'm not trying to leave anyone out. But anyway, so just, you get, you get the gist of what I'm saying. Um, so I brought in my next person and I had a few more people that day. I was pretty busy. And each time I came and left, my, my door was shut. Not putting two and two together about this white noise machine was bothering this lady. Which, it really was life that was bothering her and she needed to vie for energy. And that's, yeah, I might go into that a little bit here in a second. But So, by my last person of the day, I brought her in and I had the door like a crack. Just a crack. Just, just a crack. And her and I were chatting about her last session. This was her second session with me. How is she feeling? What are we doing this session? And uh, the door promptly shut. I couldn't see the person on the other side because I had a sheet hanging over to block out the uh, glass on the door um, for privacy. And I could feel the energy and it went through my chest. I was like, holy moly. Okay. So talk to my client. She gets, I leave. She gets on the table. I walk out, I come back in, I work on her, and then I walk back out, she's getting dressed, I come back in, and I open the door some, the door's open, and her and I are chatting about the session and how she was feeling. Now granted, I was in the room in the back of the hallway, so there was, you know, there was some privacy, and, you know, for me and for my clients, so it wasn't like I was in the middle and people were walking back and forth in front of the door. Anyway, so, just to give you a visual, so, I'm talking to her I'm on the other side of the table and this woman comes and steps into the room goes to grab the door handle and goes proceeds to close the door I looked at her I said no uh-uh stop she's like well yeah but the noise was she dead I'm like I am almost finished I said can you just give me like 30 seconds thank you and she walked out she left the door open in that situation there was a need to create a boundary and to defend but I wasn't really defending 
I would say that I was creating a boundary. And I guess, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could look at it a couple different ways. Yes, I was creating a boundary. And then I was defending that boundary or protecting that boundary. So it wasn't like I was defending from her or deflecting from her. It was just like, this isn't okay. So there are situations where that will be the case. People are going to challenge you. If, okay, let's go back. People are going to challenge you. If you're one of those people who likes change and likes growth and likes evolvement, people are going to challenge you. Not all the times do you have to defend or feel like you need to defend those situations. This situation was a necessity to defend. Cool thing that came out of that, I looked back and I looked at my growth within that. I looked at all the times in my life where maybe I didn't protect my line. I didn't protect myself. I didn't care for myself enough to defend myself. Even though I teach self, I teach self-defense classes. Very funny, huh? When it came to verbal and those skills, it was not something that I used to do. And now here I'm finding myself protecting that line. Okay, so hopefully I'm making a um, a good contrast here of the difference. If someone's coming at me and attacking me with, oh, you greedy, blah, 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 SOB, you blah, 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 blah. I don't need to defend that. That's your opinion. Okay, whatever. I don't care. It's your opinion. Um, unless it's causing me undue harm in terms of like slander or, I mean, even then. I had someone call say to me years ago that I had demons with me, demons in my room. And I was like, oh, I, you know what I did? I went into, well, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. And I didn't feel like I needed to defend that because my person and who I am, my integrity um, and my character, you're going to form your own opinion about that. I didn't feel like I needed to defend of, I don't have demons. I don't know, maybe I did. <laughs> the, the point is, that I wasn't going to feed. That was not needed to feed. That was something that was created for another manipulation to happen. This situation for me, there was a need to protect and defend that line. So there's a time where, like, if someone's, like, if you're in an abusive situation or someone's, like, beating you, like, yeah, freaking defend yourself, man. That's, that's different than someone just, you know, yelling at, like, calling you some names or, you know, saying you're blah, 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 or, you know, when you have someone who dies in a family and then there's fight, there's fighting. There's just freaking going to be fighting. Hopefully not all the time. I don't know that's not all the time, but it can be a lot of the time. And you feel like you need to defend those, you know, defend yourself. Well, the why. Take a look at that. Take a look at when you start to go down that rabbit hole. What is it that you're defending? What is it that you actually believe about yourself or you believe about the situation that might be true that you feel like you need to defend against? I didn't feel like I needed to defend about the demons. I didn't feel like I needed to defend my brother that I'm greedy. 
I know what I know. I know it's not true. And it didn't matter if I tried it. If I, why, why would I fight against it? Why am I going to waste my time trying to change his mind? Why are you going to waste your time trying to change somebody's mind on what they think about you? Or how they feel? Take your time and energy and put it somewhere else. Put it to good use. Feed that other wolf. Feed that wolf that will create your life for more. And then remember, there are times where you need to stand up and protect those lines. So take a look at that where in your life, maybe we need to protect, you need to protect the lines and then the times where you're defending and it's, you know, wasteless energy. And it's just feeding them. So in that moment with that lady, it wasn't, I wasn't feeding her. Although I will tell you, she's really good at energy manipulation. (laughs) Holy shit. I don't think she even realizes it, but she's really good at it. And for like a day or two, like that whole day, at least those two days I was there, she was in my head. It's because she's really good at energy manipulation. That's, oh, that's not something else we're going to get into right now. But again, it's that. Well, I guess you could look at psychic vampirism and stuff like that. But I'm not going to go into that defense. That's that's a whole different art form. Um, so yes, yeah, so there's the right times to defend, times to protect, and a time to just what turn the other cheek. No one to hold them, no one to fold them, right? Kenny Rogers. <laughs> anyway, oh man. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much today. Hopefully some of this made sense and hopefully it helps, um, you know, be a beneficial part of your life and maybe other people's lives. Share this if you think that it could help others. I see so many people trying to defend things that it's not necessary and you can take this on a global scale as well because whatever we're defending against, whatever we're fighting, we're creating more of. If we can create something different and change the energy, that's going to be a whole different realm to work within. So if we're fighting for something or fighting against something, then we're creating more of it. Remember that. Have an amazing day. If you celebrate the holidays, Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. If I don't talk to you guys until after the new year, I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And, you know, just enjoy your life. Create it from you, not from other people's perspectives and their points of view and their opinions about you. Have an awesome day, everybody. Bye.